0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL newsroom. Good morning, Natalie.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: We'll start with the weather because we got a little snow overnight.
1: Yeah, it's the first day of December and it's definitely looking a lot more festive outside. We're waking up to snow on the ground and poor conditions on the roads. Environment Canada has issued a winter weather travel advisory for the London region this morning. Now, following yesterday's rain, we received a few centimetres of snow overnight. It's left the road surfaces and walkways icy and slippery. Flurries will continue this morning with winds gusting up to 60 kilometres an hour at times. So visibility will be reduced, especially in exposed areas like outside of the city residents are urged to slow down and drive according to the conditions make sure you give yourself lots of time to brake and slow down the wind is expected to die down later this morning we're expecting a mix of sun and clouds this afternoon and a high of minus 1
0: it uh, today's a good example that uh, one person can make a difference if they put their mind to something
1: Yeah, it will be an emotional day at Queen's Park today for some local advocates. Cindy's law a private members' bill making it mandatory all vehicles in Ontario have an extinguisher will be introduced in the provincial legislature. The law is inspired by Cindy Devine of St. Thomas, who tragically died in October of 2020 after a collision on her way to London. Her vehicle caught fire and bystanders weren't able to get her out. A 24-year-old man pleaded guilty to impaired driving causing death last December and was sentenced to five and a half years in prison earlier this year. Cindy's longtime friend, Tony Bendel, founded Extinguishers for Cindy and has advocated strongly for the law. He'll be at Queen's Park today. The legislation will receive first reading when Elgin Middlesex, Elgin Middlesex London MPP Rob Flack introduces it at around 10.30 this morning.
0: Well, cities like London have made no secret of their displeasure with the recently passed Bill 23 and it appears the province is listening.
1: The Ford government is promising to help municipalities if they can't fund housing infrastructure and services due to a new provincial law. Uh, uh, Municipal Affairs and Housing Minister Steve Clark says the province is launching a third-party audit of municipal finances in select cities, focused on reserve funds and fees housing developers pay. The legislature passed a bill on Monday that would in part freeze, reduce, and exempt fees developers pay on certain bills, such as affordable housing. Those fees go to municipalities and are then used to pay for services to support new homes, such as road and sewer infrastructure, and communities across the province have expressed concern that they will have to raise property taxes to fund those services. The government has not yet identified which municipalities will be subject to the audits except for Toronto. The president of the Association of Municipalities of Ontario says the government's commitment is welcome and a positive development.
0: If you're complaining about your auto insurance, be glad you don't live elsewhere in the province.
1: Yeah, Ontario's Auditor General has found where you choose to live could be costing you thousands of dollars in auto insurance premiums, leading to a renewed push to eliminate postal code discrimination in the province. In her annual value-for-money audit, Auditor General Bonnie Lissick found that a Brampton resident who drives the exact same vehicle as a London resident would pay more than twice as much to insure the car based on postal code. In an example provided by the auditor, the London resident would pay $1,200 a year for auto insurance while someone driving the same car in Brampton would pay over $3,000. The audit also found the average auto insurance premium increased almost 14% between 2017 and 2021, leading to the highest private passenger automobile insurance premiums in Canada.
0: This is interesting. A battle could be brewing between Ottawa and Alberta.
1: Alberta Premier Danielle Smith is standing firm in defense of her first bill titled the Alberta Sovereignty Within a United Canada Act. If passed, it would clear the way for Smith and her cabinet to decide which federal laws, programs and policies or potential federal initiatives are unconstitutional and need to be challenged. Cabinet would then be allowed to rewrite bills they deem necessary to meet the harm being done to Alberta. Critics say the legislation is an unprecedented abuse of power.
0: And there's a recall on some candy people should be aware of.
1: Yeah, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency has issued a recall for Cruzel's brand Acid Mini Pistel Fruit Jellies because the candy contains milk, which is not listed on the label. The affected product was sold in 210-gram packages with a best-before date of April 2023. The candy was sold here in Ontario as well as in Quebec. The recall was triggered by a similar recall in another country. There have been no reports of any illnesses linked to the product, thankfully. Customers are being told to either throw out the fruit jellies, or return them to where they were purchased.
0: Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1680, a comet appeared close to Earth and was clearly visible until the end of February. In 1841, the first copyright in Canada was issued for a Canadian spelling book. In 1869, the vast territory owned by Hudson's Bay Company was officially transferred over to the Canadian government. In 1913, the first drive-in automobile service station built by a Gulf refining company opened in Pittsburgh. In 1919, millionaire Ambrose Small sold his Canada Wine chain of theaters, and then within 24 hours disappeared without a trace. He sold his interest to Trans Canada Theaters for 1.7 million dollars. After receiving a down pay- payment of one million dollars, he disappeared from his Toronto office. He is thought to have been murdered, but the mystery has never been solved. In 1955, Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat to a white man on a city bus in Montgomery, Alabama. She was arrested, sparking a year-long boycott of the buses by black people. In 1959, 12 countries signed a pact in Washington, making Antarctica a scientific preserve. In 1960, Gordie Howe of the Detroit Red Wings became the NHL's all-time leading scorer with 1,092 points. On October the 15th, Wayne Gretzky registered his 1,851st point to surpass Howe and become the NHL's all time leading scorer. He retired with 2,857 regular season points. In 1986, the Supreme Court ruled that Canada Post does not have to provide door to door delivery. In 1999, Northern Ireland began an unprecedented era of self rule at the stroke of midnight as 25 years of direct administration from Britain ended. In 2008, the TSX dropped by more than 800 points worst plunge since the 1987 crash... In 2011, the Maple Leaf flag was hauled down for the last time in Afghanistan's Kandahar in a quiet ceremony at Kandahar Airfield, marking the end of the Canadian military presence in the province. In 2018, Canada acted on American request and arrested a top Chinese tech executive in Vancouver. Meng Wanzhou is the CFO of Huawei Technologies and the daughter of the company's founder. She was released in September of 2021 after reaching an agreement with the U.S. Justice Department. And on this day... In 2020, the end of November meant the official end of record setting. Uh, hurricane season for the Atlantic region. The season produced more than 30 named storms, including 13 that reached hurricane status. Celebrating a birthday today, we have a uh, happy birthday to a long-time listener, uh, Lisa, who turns 39. Also celebrating a birthday today is listener Nicole, who turns 58. Celebrity birthdays include Bette Midler, who turns 77. Sarah Silverman is 52. Janelle Monet is 37. And Zoe Kravitz is 34.